What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, this week is kind of a special one. Uh, we're going a little off of the normal geeky route into another one, into fantasy football. Uh, Chase and I have been playing for over a decade, and we figured we'd give you some tips, uh, maybe a little uh, expert help to help you destroy your family league. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Geek Show. Uh, usually we are into um, movies and television shows and what made us geeks. And today we're getting into fantasy football, whatever, for everybody. Uh, we're, we've both been playing for, I think you've been playing for like at least 10 years, right? Uh, since 2006. Uh, yeah, so, that, yeah that, that's, years, at least yeah. 10 years. Uh, and then I am right around 10 years. Uh, so we, and we we have a lot of people that have always been interested in joining or whatever, but they, they they think it's a lot of work and they don't know how to get into it. So we thought we would have a basics show to kind of give you some tips and tricks, uh, and then give you some strategy to help you win your first home league. Um, I, I wouldn't take these tips to daily draft strategies or anything, uh, but um, I I think if you're going into like a really basic league uh, that this type of advice can really help you crush those people. Hopefully it will. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting rid of my stupid pop filter and what's going on with that. So I apologize that my plosives are going to be kind of big or whatever. All right. Uh, as always, I'm Andrew, and that is Chase. Hello. Uh, and we're doing a new um, camera as well. So if, you, if you're seeing us, hello. Uh, we are doing some new YouTube stuff. So at times I will motion uh for people that are watching and then for people that are listening uh do you want to start with uh, with your t- with your tips actually, actually you know what let's start with learning your terminology i, I think if you're if you're coming out the gate some some acronyms might might throw you here and here and there and like shorthand um what you need to know is there are multiple types of leagues uh they're standard ppr and then half ppr Standard uh, is your basic run-of-the-mill. That's what everybody first begins. Um, it, it's a training wheel style league. It's very for beginners. Yeah, uh, basically that means that all like all the rule sets are are exactly how they are. It, it's just very generic. Yeah. Uh, PPR stands for points per reception. Now this is gonna give you a, a ramp towards your your offensive firepower. This is also going to make certain running backs and certain receivers worth more value. Uh, because now every time that that they catch a pass, they get an extra point. So as before, uh, where in standard running backs are really king, they uh, they're almost always top of the hill because they get more workload. Uh, so like them like quarterbacks. Uh, but in a PPR league, receivers really really catch up, and it also helps out players like uh, tight ends and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. And for those who don't know, fantasy football. It's just you watch the game, you have certain players, and your players get points. So PPR, the points are going to be higher. It does make certain running backs more valuable. It does. Uh, there, there are definite guys in, in the last couple of years like Austin Eckler yeah. where on, on the stat sheet they're going to have like 30 yards rushing, 30 yards receiving, no touchdowns, but have like a lot yeah. of fantasy fight because they, they caught like eight, eight you know, balls, yeah, balls or whatever. Uh, so because of that – some people like to do half point PPR because they think that that will mitigate a lot of the bonus from little like 
dink and dunk plays. Uh, I will say, if you're just a moderate football fan, uh, doing fantasy will make you really, really care about games that did not matter. If you were already a, 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 a like 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 a good a good football fan, this will make you want to watch like the Lions and, yeah. and, and, if you're actually, and the Browns. And also, everything. if you are uh, like a your football team sucks, and by week four they're out of it. Like usually, me and Drews are. Like he's a Browns fan, I'm a Raiders fan. We don't get past week six, and we're like pretty much out of playoff contention. Yeah, fantasy lets us keep enjoying football. Okay, (laughs) we can root for our players and no longer for our team. Yeah. So uh, moving on from that, uh, let's get into tips. Uh, These are going to be little little things that we've picked up over the years that will help you cut a lot of failure. Um, Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll do one of mine first. It's just not working. Oh, I call it the don't be a homer tip. Okay, yeah. Okay, so uh, wherever you live, wherever you listen to this, you have a favorite team. Just because they're your favorite team, don't ha- you don't have to draft their players. Especially, you will take their players early. Uh, hey, if you're a Titans fan, take Derrick Henry. That's fine. If you're a Titans fan and you have the number one pick, do not take Derrick Henry. Take Christian McCaffrey, okay? Do, like, people do a lot of work, research, they lay it out there for you so you have an idea and you can choose. Derrick Henry's a very good player. Don't take him number one if you're a Titans fan. Take who you is going to do the best, not who you like. Kind of mixing two uh, points there. Um, Derrick Henry is, is a good uh, indicator for a basic standard league. Derrick yeah, Henry yeah. Is, is, is an amazing running back. But when you go into PPR – Derrick Henry does not catch passes. So guys like Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, Delvin Cook, I mean, those guys are going to get like 60 extra points a year just based off that and then extra work off of like you know, catching you the, the yardage, you, you and, yardage stuff like and stuff as well. So that that's what we're talking about. Like, you know, just because Derrick Henry r- rushed for like 1,500 yards yeah, last year or whatever, rusher. that's great. But he was yeah, not like the top running yeah. back. Yeah, Not even close. I mean, yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey was that much better. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It was funny because before we started recording, I was like, I wanted to trade back because I don't want Nick Chubb, only yeah. because I'm a Browns fan or whatever, when, when, when clearly it's better to just take whoever at four yeah, exactly. that, that I have, whatever. Uh, my tip is know your league. Uh, this sounds kind of weird, but basically what I mean is whenever you are invited to the league, I want you to go look at how points are done and how the rosters are constructed. Uh, a couple years ago, I was in a league. I didn't do this. The guy snuck in that that quarterbacks got six points for every touchdown uh, thrown, and they got one point for every pass completion. He didn't tell anybody this, and then he drafted a quarterback in the first two rounds. Everybody's like, "Well, that that's kind of weird." And then, and we found out that like that 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 quarterbacks were like really really important, whatever later on. So, whenever you you go into your league for the first time. Go and find out uh, if there's any like tricky rules going on. Uh, how, how many points people are, are, are like? If there are points per you know receptions. Yeah. If, you're, if you're getting extra points for for certain types of sacks and or like you know b- like bonus points for fifty yard passes, passes and stuff. Yeah. So so like try to learn all of your point breakdown. Also learn your roster construction. Uh, do, do, does your league do one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers? Is it three receivers? Is it is it two flex spots? Is it no defense? All of those things are going to matter when you go into your draft because guys that you might target later on, all of a sudden now that there's no kicker in your league, now you, that that last pick is going to be you know for, for like you know like like late. L- late like you know guy like you know, sleepers and stuff or whatever. Yeah. So uh, know your league. Uh, it's it's really important. Uh, my next tip is working the waiver wire. Uh, 
when you do your draft, you're going to draft players and everyone's going to draft. Everyone who's not drafted becomes on the waiver wire. That is going to be key. Like, this is our draft from last year, uh, if you could see the picture. Whatever. Probably not. It, Probably it's, not. But it's a terrible web it's camera. Terrible, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> we did a draft and stuff, and half the players on our teams at the draft are not on your teams by the end of the year. You will drop and pick up players all throughout it. You have to be sharp on that because you will lose out on some players, whoever, if it's defense, quarterbacks, yeah. whatever. So stay on it constantly. Like, you have to work it. Uh, to kind of piggyback off of that, um, uh, don't fall in love with uh, names or whatever yeah. you know. So I mean, like, just because you you drafted these guys, don't be like, oh, like you know, like I, I mean, because up here I, I drafted Jeronimo uh, Allison in round six. That that, that was a, it originally was a sleeper, or whatever, and then and then I got drunk at the draft. I, I jumped on him right then after after seeing all the signs after like the first three weeks that he wasn't going to make it. I was so stubborn. Because I put so much value into it, I was just like I refused to like drop him on the like waiver wires and find somebody else or whatever. So yeah. so no, also no uh, when to like you know hold him and fold him, you know basically I mean, hey, whatever. People did last year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, like he was not that great of a quarterback yeah. last year, and people they just could not bring themselves to yeah. drop Aaron Rodgers. So it, it's like you know, I mean, like just because you have, like, I also had uh, Deshaun Jackson, and his first yeah. week was amazing, and it was kind of injured, and I was like, I was like, well, like, you know, it's. Deshaun Jackson, I, I can't just drop him. I mean, I mean, like he scored thirty points in the, in the first game. He didn't play the rest of the year. <laughs> I held him for ten weeks. It was ridiculous. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, my second tip is don't use ESPN for advice. Uh, this is going to be this is going to seem a little weird because your odds are your first league is going to be either on ESPN or Yahoo. Uh, both of those have really accessible like uh, apps. And ESPN is going to hit you with these like these random news bits, and, and, and it's going to tell you, uh, you know, like the uh, projected points and this and that. Like, and guys are doubtful. Uh, the guys who do any type of ESPN fantasy stuff are the bottom of the barrel. They're they're not good. Uh, there are many good specific fantasy websites and guys that make lots of money doing this all year round. Uh, you can easily find them. They I have YouTube channels, podcasts, uh, like the like fantasy footballers are awesome. Uh, Big Dogs Gotta Eat is great. Uh, uh, like fantasy pros, all these guys are professional fantasy football players, and they do actual yearly um, uh, like player reviews and break down stats that you wouldn't even think mattered. And and they they have their own like charts and everything. Find those guys, uh, download their stuff. And give them your attention because yeah, follow, follow them on Twitter or something. Yeah, on Twitter, it's very, I can't talk. Wow, Jesus, uh, very very true. On, on, like on Twitter is is a great uh, wave of like information and stuff you know from everybody. Uh, Matthew Barry is not good. Yeah, ESPN is all about personalities. Yes, not so much about like it's they want to give you the information that they think is right, but they want to give it in an entertaining way. Yes, he gets paid by the word, not the information. He plays in sixteen leagues yeah. and he wins six of them, and, and then and then folks think he's really good. Like like it just I mean he, I mean like. Phil Yates is not that bad, uh, yeah. but do not trust anybody else. I mean, like, that they have maybe, like, 15 people, two different yeah. shows or whatever. They're all idiots. Uh, I wouldn't even follow, like, NFL.com either. I mean, like, they're also idiots or whatever. So, I mean, try and find experts that actually make money at this. They will help you crush everybody else in your league. Uh, my next tip is bye weeks. Uh, don't worry about bye weeks unless one thing. Do not draft a quarterback and a tight end and a kicker on the same team. 
that week when it's on a buy, you are in a lot of trouble with the waiver wire. Okay, try to like spread your players out. You just don't want QBs, tight ends, kickers, and defenses kind of be you know on the same team or at least the same bye week because you you're not going to drop them all and yeah. you're going to end up losing some good players just trying to fill replacements. So I mean, don't look at it too hard, but just try not to be like, hey, I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers, ooh, and I want Green Bay's D that week. You're going to be screwed because you're either going to have to drop one of those players or you're going to have to drop someone else that you might find valuable. So just kind of look at it. The little numbers beside all the players' names, usually on the cheat sheets, it has their bye weeks. Just just look at it. That's all good advice. Uh, I apologize to everybody's ears as Chase aimlessly King Kongs and smashes stuff on here. He's just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, the only time that you should be taking multiple players on the same team is when it's a really dynamic offense. Uh, you're talking Chiefs, probably the Bucks this year. Yeah. Um, but even then, I mean, like, try to spread the love. Un- unless your your league, know your, uh, yeah. uh, know your league. Unless there is a bonus point type of situation for having, like, the same quarterback and the same, like, receiver or something or whatever. That's the only reason why I would ever do, like, the whole um, Stafford plus, like, you know, Kenny Galladay or something yeah. or whatever. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my third and final tip is mock draft. Mock draft, mock draft, mock draft. Uh, this is the best way to get better and to understand how the draft is going to come to you on draft day. If you go into it blind um, and – after the first round, guys are flying off the board and, and you're already lost. It's because you didn't do any type of like real research to understand where guys are going to go. And and come round three, once once all the big names are off, you're going to be throwing darts. Yeah. Uh, mock draft to understand where guys are falling, where guys are are, are also rising. That's where you're going to know where value is. Um, and it's all about value. I mean, like like. You 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 tend to almost get at least three good players in the first three rounds, unless you're just really shit in the bed. Uh, but you're gonna make up your team between rounds four through ten. So like you need to know which guys have got great value, and so like maybe like a certain quarterback is falling, and you think, well, I I can I can wait on that because I really need this like running back here or whatever and stuff, and and just knowing when. Certain guys are, are, are actually worth it. Um, so mock draft, mock draft, mock draft. Um, and don't use ESPN's mock draft. Uh, it's half the time people... People are on auto. People are on auto. that They aren't showing up. Guy, people literally will troll you by uh, going in there and drafting quarterback, quarterback, quarterback or something or whatever. and, and the first, or, or kickers or defenses or whatever. And then leave just to like fuck up the, the entire draft or whatever. Not only that, it was so toxic that they um, got rid of the uh, chat. <laughs> oh really? I yeah, didn't know because we got just such dickheads to each other. Uh, I use um, Sleeper. It's a really it, it, it's it's another type of like actual fantasy football uh, application, and it it does a really good job at using the the thousands of people on, on the app. Oh, I can't talk. The thousands of players on the app, um, and it uses all that information to let you know where guys are going. So you can do like an instant mock draft on like, like six, I've done like 60 of them or something. Yeah, whatever. it goes quick. On it it goes super quick. You can also like uh, easily like invite friends. So you don't have to sit there on, I remember years ago, yeah. you, you mean your wife sitting in a room f- trying to find rooms on like ESPN being like, okay, okay, hop in that one real quick. And, and when like then, two of us would get in and us, yeah, fill so up. It, and, so on this one, uh, it's, as long as all you have the app, you can easily just like invite each other, pick your spots, start it up. You can set 
all the rules exactly for for like how your league is, and then the the drafting format will actually change it based on your rules. So so it feels more like authentic. Um, so you have to put in the work if you want to win. Yeah. I mean, like you just do. I mean, like you no, know, you can be casual and get like sixth place or something, whatever, and I get laughed at. But if, if you want any chance to get that money, to get that trophy, and to tell your cousin to go suck a dick, <laughs> you have to put in the work, guys. Yeah. Uh, so that. Those are tips. For, right, I do have one oh, more I'm tip. Sorry, I'm sorry. One more tip. After while you play fantasy football, do not talk about fantasy football to anybody. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. Okay? Unless it's people in your league. Yeah, if it's in your league, you can talk to them. But if you're at a bar talking person, you don't care about their fantasy team. They exactly. don't care about it's, yours. It's true. Uh, it's 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 fun to play, but boring to talk about. Yeah, it's only fun to talk about if it's a person in your league, and because. I know that there's been multiple times at a bar. I've seen a guy on his tablet and he's, he's, he's upset because his players aren't playing right. And then I'll say, Oh yeah. You know, like I've also got Des Bryant. And then like, he'll tell me some kind of rant, like story. And it's like, I don't care what his story is. I yeah. just want him to know that I also have that. It's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. really weird. Uh, so now we're going to go into draft strategies. Um, there are multiple types. There's, there's no perfect one. No. Uh, but there, uh, this is also depending on the pick that you've gotten in the draft. So if your league does, picks beforehand so you're allowed to mock draft um there are all types of strategies to to apply here if you're unfortunate to be in a league that literally tells you like the hour before or something or or, or five yeah. minutes before or something then try to mock draft everywhere i guess you know to just get like a feel uh what is your first draft strategy uh that kind of goes with what you were just saying uh strategy uh do mock drafts of course but i like to do my own mock draft where i just have like my own yeah. little uh what do you call it Chart, paper, paper, little yeah. paper, and I and I will draft. If I'm the first pick, I'm taking this guy. If I have the second pick, I'm taking this guy, and I do the first two rounds. I do this because it keeps me super prepared when I'm at the draft. But like, at that case, it's worst case scenario. Like I did all the picking, so like if my worst case, I know like, hey, my third pick, I'm take getting Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that's my worst case scenario because I do have a three, and then I can kind of see who I'm going to have in the next uh, round the second round, like, that's my worst case. Because I'll, like, if one of the other guys gets taken, like, or falls to me, I'll be able to get someone better in a way that I think is more, like, is better. Uh, another reason why I do it, do this, don't be the dick at your draft. Hey, who's five minutes. <laughs> or, no, 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 be that dick. That dick's always fun. Uh, who's, like, five minutes on your first round pick. Oh yeah, that's the worst. I was like, you like had wife. time. Yeah, my wife's the same. <laughs> she's got the first she's pick. She's the first pick. She's she, like, she takes uh, all five minutes. Yeah. I mean, don't just like the first two rounds should go super quick. Yeah, but it there's always someone who's sitting there. It's like, oh, I'm pick four. Who should I take? Like you've had yeah all kinds of if time. If it's round you know. nine, okay, I, I get yeah. it. You know, like you know, like you know, full. You're, you're trying to see who's still left. Yeah. You've gone out and had a cigarette. Yeah. Come back. You've missed some. Get picks. in that tank or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So just I, I I think it's a good strategy. It helps you. And it plans how you're going to draft, like, your whole way. If you want to go running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, however you want to do it, you have an idea who's going to be there and who you want to, like, be there. So Yeah. Just do a two-round mock draft. It doesn't take long. You just pick, like, if you were picking for every single pick. And if you do know your pick ahead of time, you're pick, you know, uh, eight. Like, you'll know you're like, hey, I'm eight and I'm 14. Or, I guess – or I guess 16, I'm eight and 16. So you only have to do the mock draft, like for two round mock draft, just to pick 16. It doesn't matter about 17 and 18 at that point. So that's a strategy. I do it all the time. Every year it helps me. Big so time. that kind of 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I can't hear myself, so it's super weird. Okay. Uh, there are things called zero running back and zero wide receiver strategies. Uh, what these mean are you basically fade one of the positions in the first three rounds. So if I was pick, let's say, five, and I'm going with a zero running back strategy, that means I'm going to go receiver, 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 no matter what, and then try to get second level running back talent here and there that hopefully from will, like four yeah. through six. So, so basically you're, you're trying to overload on one position to have a really great positional advantage going forward. So, uh, I mean, like I, I tend to not like to do this, but a lot of people, I love to do this. Yeah. Chase, <laughs> Chase usually goes three wide receivers or whatever. Right? Uh, I love it. And that's, and that's fine. I mean, like I, I also like you know, wide receivers or whatever, but I, I'd like to go two running backs. I, I, um, to me, if you're going to do one of the strategies, I would do zero wide receivers, uh, starting off. And my, my point is, I think it's safer. It's safer because running backs are more rare. Uh, like, oh, a running back also, it's just like one year they can be really, really good. And the next year it could just drop well, off. Well, it's, it's not just that. It's just in terms of just workload uh, advantage. Yeah. Uh, a running back, you know, is going to get 15 touches at least, m- maybe 20. He might get work in the passing game. If you're a receiver and he's playing against like, you know, lockdown defense or something like that, he might get two targets all game know, or something or whatever. So, I would rather go with uh, a bell cow. But know. I understand that, but I think that same logic is like, hey, you could be playing someone and you're starting to get blown. You're playing Kansas City and they're blowing you out. Maybe. They're going to abandon the run. Maybe. And now you're not getting 15 touches. You might get you like. You know, but I mean, eight. it's. I mean, like, so for me, like, if I'm like, you know, pick, pick nine or something, I would be more comfortable going with like Josh Jacobs into like Kenyon Drake and then maybe get like Todd Gurley or something like, like around three as opposed to hitting like. Maybe like Julio Jones is, is there late, Tyreek Hill, and then like, you know, Odell Beckham or something. Now, uh, people who do these strategies, it does change. Like, they don't, I mean, I usually will stick to wide receiver, wide receiver. I just love wide receiver. But uh, like, people do switch from year to year. It depends always who's available, who's good, who yeah. they know. So, like, this year, it's very wide receiver heavy. There's tons of wide receivers yeah. that are doing good. That's that, less that, running. Back. That's also more my point is uh, you can find, um, Wide receiver twos from round three to round ten, I think. It's just like there's there's so much value right now. I mean, like there's there's so many young. It's such players. a pass heavy league. It it really is. And with running backs, man, like once you get past round four, you are throwing darts. So I mean, like I've I've done so many mock drafts where I I try to go running back. In case guys, I mean, obviously you guys don't know. Uh, I'm pick four in this in this year's draft. So like I've I've been going either Alvin Kamara or like or uh, um, uh, Zeke Elliott uh, there or whatever. And then it comes back around, and then I usually take another receiver probably there because like because all the backs are gone at that point. And then when it comes back around, it's like, do you reach for like that that lower level running back like a David Johnson, which I, I I wouldn't do. He's been burned before, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's, but like him, Lev Bell, Melvin Gordon, like like all those guys are right there, and but they're more of like a like around four grade. So, but because because I'm I'm pick four, if I don't take one there, I have to wait like twenty picks, and at that point, coming back around, all those guys are gone. Yeah, and but there's like really great receivers there. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very very tricky. Uh, and that that and my my overall strategy is let the draft come to you. 
Uh, Don't go into it saying, okay, round one, running back, round two, receiver, round three, running back, round four, uh, you know, like uh, a back again, uh, like round five, tight end, round six. Do not go in there with positional targets because you will get burned and then you will go on tilt. And you will be, uh, for the the entire three minutes, sitting there, going back and forth like, I I don't know who to take because my my entire strategy was this or whatever. And, and, And then like in the... And then, like, you didn't do any mock drafts, and then you didn't know that certain guys are going to be there or whatever, and then you're just fucked. And then after round five, you're, you're taking guys, like... Who's aren't, like, out for the season with <laughs> yeah, COVID. You're taking, like, Devin Funches and hoping yeah. that they actually come back. Someone's like, I'll take Plexco Buras. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Put him on the board. Yeah. Uh, what is your next uh, strategy, or do you have another one? Uh, yeah, uh, another one. Uh, QBs. I'm a big fan of That's waiting one, yeah. for QBs, especially this year. They're expected to be about two QBs waiting, <laughs> or supposed to go in the first two rounds. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, I'd, I would say wait. Like, you can find good QBs later in the draft. Yeah, no, I, just as I don't care if you went to college with Dak Prescott and he once held your feet on a keg stand. Do not take him in round two <laughs> or, or three. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, hey, he led uh, fantasy points last year. He was great. Most likely, he will not keep that level up again this year. So if he doesn't, I mean, he has to do exactly what he did last year to be worth a second-round, first-round pick. If he does slightly, even, even if he's the number one QB, but he does slightly worse, he ain't worth the value. Even the, That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. then, he, guys, even if he is the top scorer, he's not worth it. And this is why. QBs are all good. This is one of the deepest QBs, uh, uh, just, 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 I'm going to say years, but the last like, like four or five years, it is 20 deep. And the, the, the point overall, like if a differential is so razor thin, like, like Pat Mahomes and and Jackson are, are, are are, are very, very good. But once you get to like Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, it is a one and two point thing. Whereas Christian McCaffrey, uh, at one versus the guy in round five is like a fifteen point difference. Like, yeah. like it's huge, which is why it's it's more valuable. Literally, Christian McCaffrey guys. and the next running. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like it, it's all about understanding value. Uh, your, I guess that that kind of leans into mine, which is uh, yeah. I I fade quarterbacks. Uh, I I usually don't look until round ten unless like it's round eight and, and Russell Wilson has just fallen to me or something. Yeah, I, I mean, no, yeah, no, 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 like, no, 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 But even then, if it's round nine, I, I like like I'll take Wilson. If it's, I guess eight maybe. I, t- I have eight, eight, eight. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. But, I guess. I actually. mean, like I mean, uh, Pat Mahomes like two years ago, like it was like fifty touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. year he was drafted in the second round, and last year. He had 25, 26 touchdowns. I mean, there will be drop-off. People get hurt. But it's not just about injury. It's just people see the film. He was brand new, came in the league, started killing it. They got an extra year of film on him. He kind of went down to earth a little bit. Lamar Jackson killed it last year. People got film on him now. He will come down to earth a little bit of how to do defense against him. Yeah, I mean – Like Russell Wilson, only QB in the last three years to have over 30 touchdowns every year. Speaking, no other speaking that. of get him round nine. Speaking of fading quarterbacks, I also fade tight ends. Uh, unless you can get Travis Kelsey, I don't care. 
uh, and, and that 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 that'd be like when, when, also one of my buses is, is like George Kittle or whatever. But so like we'll get into that a, a little we'll bit later. Uh, Travis Kelsey is the only one that I would maybe take, and even then I hate it. I hate taking him early because every time it kind of limits you a little bit. Every time I do it, and I get done with the draft, I'm like, man, like I could have had like you know, Chris Godwin in, in, yeah. in like round two. And then like and then like you know Darren Waller is there like in round six. I'm like I'd rather have Darren Waller in six and yeah. Godwin than like you know some random guy you know like in, in like round six or something. So uh, I agree with you. Uh, it's, I would say like there is a strategy where people like I almost think if you were like the first pick and it came to pick twenty four and like Kelsey was there, if you went like. Give me Kelsey. And then the next round, get Kittle and throw him to play. <laughs> Just like, I'm taking all the tight ends and use them as, like, if you want to do that, yeah. I can understand it. It's an interesting kind of strategy, but I wouldn't just, I don't know if I could take Kelsey. I don't think I could ever take a tight end in the second round. I yeah. one time took Gronk early, never do it again. Okay. So, my, the reason I, I, I don't usually is uh, last year I took uh, Mark Andrews in round 14. Yeah. He was the, like, third best tight end. Like it was, like, it, it, it was, it was like him and Ertz. I think yeah. we're, we're, we're in there, whatever. And I took him in round fourteen because that's how garbage the tight end position is. Do not waste your draft assets. I would rather stream. Uh, also, um, the terminology of streaming means you you, you find guys on the waiver wire every single week uh, to um, replace each other, basically. Yeah. So I, I would rather stream tight ends and change them up every week. Then draft Travis Kelsey like in round two. I just, I mean, and, and that's not that. It's not that like he's awesome or that he's great. Like, I'm, I'm pick four. He would have to fall. I mean, like even in round three, I don't, I don't think I would take yeah. him. I just don't. I mean, like, if, if it's round four, I would. And, and I know, I know that's. I know there's so many fantasy experts who are like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm, my name's not on this trophy right here. <laughs> probably whatever. I just, I every time I look at my team. And I'm like, it looks like shit, and it's because I took a tight end early, or 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 that took a, a QB, a QB early, or something. So I just, I don't do it anymore. Whatever, guys, you can get great value from round ten on in the QBs. Trust. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going in like round ten now. Yeah. That's that's how deep it is. It's insane. Uh, my actually, that that's all my strategies. I'm trying to see. Uh, Was uh, like fade tight uh, ends. I do have QBs. one. This is actually for this year is defenses. Okay. I don't mind you taking if you get a defense a little early this year. Usually, people almost every year care. kickers. Well, let me explain. Okay, that's what. fine. Uh, kickers and defenses usually are the last two rounds mm-hmm. because they really are can can be a dime a dozen, pretty much. I don't mind if you want to get like that Baltimore D or San Francisco D a little early, like round four or not 14, uh, like round 11 or round something four. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do round four after 10, after 10, but like round 11 or something like that, because depending on how you do your waiver wire and stuff like that, COVID, everything like that, you might have to be making a lot of moves. If it helps, just, I, I you got to lock in top three defense and you can just do it. I think it might help. Yeah. Depends how the waiver wire is. Of course, you're going to check your rules auction like hey you might not want to spend money on it it might be percentage of how many waiver moves you do does the order so look at your rules on that but if you know it might help you this year just have a lock-in defense and not have to worry about yeah it. i don't i just don't care about defenses uh yeah. to me but like I mean, like defenses do people say they don't matter man hey if you had the patriots D yeah. last year well no i mean like it, it helps. It, it definitely <laughs> helps when your defense is getting you like 10 12 points a game and not like negative one. Yeah. I mean, it definitely it, it gets to a point where it's like I, I shouldn't even play the defense because they're so <laughs> trash or whatever. Yeah. Uh, to me, also, guys, do not. Okay, a lot of folks like to. If you're new, you go. Okay, uh, now I got my running back. 
I got my. They receiver. try to fill their spots. Do not feel your starters out. Do not do not be like, oh well, now I now I, I need, need to tie them. Yeah, I, 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 I need to, no. Do do not do that. You take the best players on the board. Do not be the New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, take the best players on the board. Um, do not worry about having to fill out your your starters. You you'll get there. Do not take a defense in round ten. Do not yeah. k- take a kicker in round eleven. The only kicker I would take, and it would have to be like round fourteen. Even then, will be like Justin Tucker. Yeah, and that's because he's such a positional advantage. Like like he averages like thirteen points a game because he's so damn good. Because I mean that offense is very the, the offense is, like, like, like him uh, like Harrison Bucker. Yeah. yeah, are the only guys that I would take before round fifteen or round sixteen. Like, like, like yeah. and, and that's only because like those guys are such a good starter advantage that a random sleeper at that point is is not gonna like pay off. By the well. way, there is no sleeper kickers. So don't <laughs> be like, okay. like my sleeper kicker. No, there's no such thing. Hey man, uh, Greg the Leg and uh, like Dallas sleeper kicker, sleeper kicker. <laughs> I hope you say that under your sleepers. Sleeker. Yep. Sleeker. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, now we're gonna move on to uh, our targets. These are gonna help you win your fantasy home league. When your grandpa's like talking trash about, about about drafting Tom Brady in the fifth or whatever, you'll be able to take his fake teeth and smash him on the ground uh, because of these targets. Okay, uh, my 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 first advice is to target third year wide receivers. Uh, there is a lot of statistical um, knowledge about for whatever reason uh, if it's a mixture of talent meeting meeting uh, you know preparation and experience, but third year receivers take off. Uh, the three guys I, I am looking at, which I hate that like we're like in the same league because you're just like oh, oh yeah. uh, you can you can aim late around like round round ten eleven you can probably get like Anthony Miller uh, out of Memphis playing for her the uh, Bears um, uh, Nick Foles I believe is there now right uh, Nick Foles yes. yeah uh, but stuff Falco <laughs> he had he he had he had like injury problems last year or whatever and the year before that everything. And the year <laughs> uh, very very talented receiver um, yeah. he said that he he basically came into the league first year he was solid um, had some good, good good spots yeah. uh, the second year he wasn't as prepared he said so this year he, he he's already added muscle he's going to be like a, a, a could be wide receiver 2-3 um, that you can get very very late uh, my second guide is Alan Lazard. Uh, he plays for the Packers. He's probably going to be the wide receiver two on that Green Bay team. Uh, you can probably get him a little bit later after Anthony Miller. He also has wide receiver two upside, uh, more than likely a flex play. Uh, but uh, being like anybody next to like Aaron Rodgers, if you're just getting like six or seven targets a game, you're looking at between eight to like 14 points probably, which uh, on a weekly basis could be like a, like a, 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 a just like a godsend at some points. Uh, the last guy is Calvin Ridley. Uh, Falcons, he's about to take over that receiving core. Julio Jones is a little bit older. He's still great, but people are, will, are, are going to aim for him in the first round, the first like 12, 13 picks. You can get Calvin Ridley in the fourth, probably like late, late third or early fourth probably or so. Um, and he's going to give you wide receiver one. Uh, he will be better than Julio Jones this year. Uh, he's he's a burner. That's a bold statement. I'm telling you right now, Calvin Ridley is going to be a monster. Aim for him. If he falls to you in round four, snatch him. That is a top ten receiver, and you will get to laugh at people who passed on him. Uh, who are your first targets? Uh, one of my first targets is uh, actually I'm going to go with QB is Russell Wilson. If you can get Russell Wilson in the eighth, you've already at the 
filled up almost your entire roster with just running backs and wide receivers. You should be loaded there. You're getting a QB, only QB in the league, 30 touchdowns over the last three years. I mean, he's 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 stable. I mean, he you know what he's going to get. He gets the same thing every year. He's going to be a top ten QB this year. I like him in the eighth. Or if you hey, if you want to wait, go two more rounds later. You can get Drew Brees like in the tenth. Yeah, Drew Brees. I mean, he's going to get you twenty points every week. Guaranteed. It's, it's, it's weird in certain in certain drafts that I've done. Uh, Brees is going in the eighth or whatever. Like Wilson's in like the sixth. So I don't know. It's it it just matters on how things fall. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Uh, but don't. Don't chase after him. <laughs> uh, running backs. Uh, I'm going to actually – I got an old guy and a young guy. Old guy, Mark Ingram. I think you can get him in the fifth round. Okay. I mean, I, the guy is – he's going to do goal work. There's two – they got a rookie running back. I'm actually not big on rookies this year except for two rookies I really like. <laughs> I love that my next point is going to refute that point. Oh, I want to say there's two rookie running backs I do like. That's my next guy is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, like the the Colts offensive line, they got a QB now. Uh, I think he's good. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be pretty much their starter. They got Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack sucks. He, he doesn't suck. He sucks. He just you, know, you just can draft Marlon Mack like so much later if you want, but he's just not a you know, third down guy. He's, he's, like, yeah. he, he's not a three. Yeah, yeah. But three, three back down guy, guy. Three yeah. down guy. But I don't know. I I like Jonathan Taylor in the fifth and Mark Ingram in the fifth. Both of them, I think you can get RB2 potential, especially for people like me who's going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver. I can get a nice running back in the fifth round to hold me over. Uh, wide receivers, I like uh, Emmanuel Sanders in the ninth. I think you can get him there. He's going to be uh, Drew Brees, I think. He's Drew so, Brees. He's so old. Man. He is so old, but he's one of those guys, Larry Fitz kind of guys, that they don't really get old. <laughs> They're precise <laughs> route runners. And Drew Brees can throw the ball. They throw the ball constantly. When you're talking about uh, a Fitz, dude, like I was looking at like Jerry Rice's numbers. Larry Fitz had to play like five more years. Oh like, yeah, it's dude, not even close. Actually, <laughs> Jerry Rice was so freaking good. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, he was great. And uh, so I like Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, you can get a guy who. I mean, it's a flex play, backup flex, trade bait, however you want. You can get him in the ninth round. Someone gets hurt, gets COVID, whatever. You want to have good backups because people might miss a week or two. Quarantine, whatever. So yeah, I like Emmanuel Sanders in the ninth. Okay, um, I, I, my sixth round target. Um, if you do go receiver heavy, um, and you need like a starting running back that could be pretty good, uh, is Ronald Jones. Uh, he's going to be the starter for the Bucks. Um, this is his third year. His first year, he kind of came out okay, and then people thought he just kind of sucked because, like, he didn't, he didn't, because out of college he looked great, yeah. and then he just kind of didn't, didn't click, and then the second year, he finally started to, like, show some stuff. Now, going in, in this next year with Bruce Arians' offense, uh, with Tom Brady joining that team, there are weapons everywhere, and normally, Tom Brady running backs are the ones that you, you do want to have. Like, like you look at, like, James They get those White. goal long carries. Yeah. Uh, Jones uh, is, is, he could be a sneaky running back top 10 this year i think in standard he's gonna be really good. yeah and i you can get him late uh so if if you if you fade running backs early for whatever dumb reason but if it happens uh ronald jones is a guy you should target in the six i I think he could be a really nice guy that could get you between 10 like 15 points every single week and and just be like a really uh, like just like easy start every single week for you uh 
I'm going to talk about the like, rookie running backs. Okay, which, go which, for which it. It's kind of funny. I, I, there's two I like, and that was uh, the, the the Baltimore running back is J.K. Dobbins. Yes, uh, he will be the starter there by by week four, guys. Uh, do not draft Marquise. Hey, bet. Um, I, I, yeah, you're going to bet. You bet yeah, shot. We'll bet. I'll bet a shot on that. Week four. Unless, hey, unless Mark Ingram just gets hurt. <laughs> uh, J.K. Dobbin, Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is already coming in. He looks great. Everybody's already saying that he's already going to get probably third down work over Ingram. Uh, he's more explosive. He's obviously younger because Ingram is so yeah. old at this point. Uh, everybody's saying that he's doing everything right in training camp, and he looks like a monster. Uh, he will start up behind Ingram. And he will slowly earn that job. How just how Nick Chubb earned the job over Frank Gore? Uh, it's it's only it's only time. Um, and that offense. There's is, a is big very, difference very between explosive. Frank Gore, who's sixty, hey. and Nick Chubb. It's like okay, I want my job. Frank Gore still touch, <laughs> he's, he's still Does. scoring touchdowns. Uh, my next guy is Jonathan Taylor. You you talked him up. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a little higher on Dobbins only because uh, Marlon Mack is is the is the actual number one at this point. And, and he's younger than, than Ingram, so he's going to get first crack. But I expect Taylor to also take over. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if it will happen as early, but at some point Taylor will, will actually be the guy. They still have Hines as well. So, Hines I mean, is third down he every is, now yeah. and then. So, I mean, so it, it's a very crowded it is. A very crowded backfield. That's why I'm not as high on Taylor, even though I, I think he is very talented. He could easily take that job as well. But he's not the guy I'm targeting like in the fifth. Um, the other guy is DeAndre Swift. Uh, he plays for the Lions. Uh, Carrion Johnson is not good at football. Well, I, 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 that's not fair. He's he's good, but he, he's, he's... He's better than Marlon Mack. <laughs> he is made of glass. Oh, okay. uh, I'll give you that. His rookie year, people thought he was going to come out and, and be this amazing beast or whatever, and he got injured. And then his second year, everybody's he like... He is that Reggie Bush kind of thing, where he's really quick, he's very really quick, fast, very but he, he, injury. Everybody begged Matt Patricia to give Kerryon Johnson three downs, three downs, three downs, three downs. He did it, and he got hurt. Uh, and, and then after they drafted Swift... Kieran Johnson's like, yeah, you know, there's enough touches for us both. Like, he's already being like alphaed by Swift, who just got there. <laughs> Kieran Johnson will not be the starter. Swift will be an easy RB one for you. He has top ten potential as well, uh, and especially in that offense. Um, he, he can also catch passes. It, it, it's like a PPR league. I, I think he can be very, very good for you. Um, beyond that, uh, I think Matthew Stafford in round ten. Or eleven could be a pretty good get. He was he was hurt last year, um, and then he should be healthy this year. He looks he looks pretty good. He has he's always been like a really strong fantasy. I think like two years ago he was like the like third highest uh, mm-hmm. in, in the league, and then last year he got, he got he, like he only played like I think like seven games or eight games or something. Um, so he's come back this year. He has he got some weapons. Got some weapons. Yeah, uh, they they, they uh, and then like Hawkinson should also step up here. He's their uh, tight end. Uh, but Stafford, I, I think, could be like a really, really strong quarterback that that you can get late. So uh, you can pass on guys like Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Dak, Matt if, Ryan. If they don't fall to you where yeah, you want so, them. So, so got- like, if you don't feel comfortable taking those guys in round six, round seven, round eight, you can wait till I think, round 11 and, and then, like, Maybe get him or even like you know Tom Brady. I think. I was, yeah, get, yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I, I think, hasn't been good the last two years, but – there's so many weapons. weapons. It reminds me of when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, and, and he, he was throwing ducks. But 
his receiving core was so, so freaking amazing that it didn't matter what what he was throwing because like they're you know they're just getting like everything. Uh, do you have any other? Oh, and also, um, I'm sorry if you don't like. All right, we'll say on QB. So don't wait too long because I've I've had it happen. You start waiting to the eleventh, twelfth, and like your turn will pass. And then everyone starts being a dick and taking a second it can, it, QB. It can, it can happen. It happens. But that is the 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 obvious not the obvious the the good thing about the quarterback position is it's, it's deep. It it's really deep. Is deep. Even if folks are being dicks, I mean, you can get uh, your boy. Uh, you can get Baker. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, easily and like you know he'll get you like at least like eighteen points a game or like twenty points a game. You can get like you know, Joe Burrow if, if yeah. you wanted to or whatever. Uh, and, and also uh, the other guy. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I was going to say Tannehill. Tannehill was the third best quarterback once he got to Tennessee last year, guys. Uh, you can easily aim for him around round 14 or so. He will be a sneaky starter for you, and he will give you an, an awesome value for a late, late pick. Uh, do you have any other targets? Targets? Nope. Okay, uh, let's go into our bust. Bust. Uh, my first bust is, I don't think this guy's going to have a bad year. But where he's getting drafted, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I do. I, I thought about him also. I'm looking, um, and he's getting taken late first, early second, and he's getting taken ahead of sometimes Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill. Yeah, different I mean, things. I mean, I just think he's going to be good. I mean, I like uh, what's his name, uh, Kyle Murray, but it does take some times for wide receivers and. Uh, quarterbacks to get in sync and like they yeah. say a lot of times wide receivers that move like this it takes them a second to get used to the like the offense and everything like that and they will always digress that first year not only that but he also is in a uh a, like a, a a group with christian kirk and like like larry fitz and like you know Kenyon drake is there now uh there's just not a lot of ball to go around as yeah. well um and th- their line got better with them adding becton um, I don't know if that's enough to really. I mean, like, you know, he's six seven, so like yeah. he's he's huge. But Kyler was on the run a lot last year, so and Hopkins is good at extending plays. I mean, like, maybe it'll be great. I, it I, might I don't, be. I don't, I, know, just, I don't think he's gonna be as good yeah. as he's projected. I think he will go down. I think a bit. if you can get I, him, I mean, I think like right now he's projected like as the third to fifth best wide receiver, yeah. and I think he's gonna be closer to ten. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that that. It would be to be a, 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 like you know a bus whatever. If you take him like pick like eighteen or something, and then he's like the third, like the and he could, he's like around four or something yeah. instead. Yeah, I mean that you know that can hurt. Uh, my my first bust is Mike Evans. Um, he is a big name and he's had some really great years. Uh, Brady's arm is not great. I think that Chris Godwin is gonna eat up everything. He plays in the slot. We already saw that Brady and and like Edelman were you know huge huge for, for yeah. like you know the last like like six years together or whatever. And before that it was Wes Walker. Too. Yeah, I think Godwin's gonna step right into that and he's gonna crush it. They also have uh, you know folks 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 are talking about <laughs> about Gronk. Gronk's gonna be shit. Yeah. Do not draft Rob Gronkowski. Like 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 let your your idiot. Brother-in-law draft Rob Gronkowski because he's not paying attention. Draft OJ Howard if, if you want anybody in that tight end uh, team. Whatever OJ Howard is very talented. Uh, he's had some injury problems, but he's going to be like really good on that team. Uh, Mike Evans, I think for the draft position where he's going like kind of how you're saying with, with Hopkins, he's going too early. Uh, I think Evans won't get 
as many receptions yes. and yardage. He's, but I think his touchdowns will be okay. He's more of a home run player. Yeah, but I think uh, like so. If it's a standard league, I think Evans might be okay. If you get him like in like round three, round four, it's yeah. probably fine. If it's PPR, he's not going to return value on a round three. I would rather take Kenny Galladay, uh, Allen Robinson, or like DJ Chris Moore. <laughs> yeah, Chris Godwin or. Or even like Odell Beckham in the third over over, over Evans. Uh, if you can get Evans in the four somehow, okay, cool. That then that, that's fine. But if you take him round two, man, you're an idiot. Just don't even yeah. don't even mess with it. Uh, who's your next bust? Uh, my next bust is Miles Sanders. Wow, I've heard everyone. A lot of people really yeah. love him, and they've got him. But I've seen this in mock drafts get sixth, seventh pick overall. I don't think he's worth it. I think okay. I, I mean, I had him last year. Watched him play. I mean, like the only thing he has going for him is just the amount of touches he could possibly. The only, have. Thing, is, the only thing he's got going is that he's really good at football. No, no, no I don't see. I don't think he's really good at football. <laughs> he's pretty good, man. I, 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 I had him last year. I don't think. I mean, I don't think he's as good. What'd you draft I think, him at last year? Uh, six round six. You're 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 like I had him last year. Round six, he didn't. He didn't give me RB ten. I, I don't understand. Oh, I mean, the point is, it's like, hey, I drafted him last year. Yeah, and now he's you know the ninth pick in the draft. That's what happens, dude. I drafted Lamar Jackson round sixteen. He's going round two, man. Because I mean, you traded him. Yeah, I didn't. I dropped him. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm the oh, worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of your advice. <laughs> hey, tell me, I, I told you. That's the one to keep <laughs> and get rid of Kyler Murray. And you went, no. I, I picked keep, up Philip. You Rivers. wanted the rookie. Oh, God, guys. I, I, I gave away the championship. <laughs> it's the worst. The worst feeling. My name I, would, would never be on here because of stuff like that. I just don't think he is. I, I, like, I don't think he's in that RB1 thing. I think he's mid-lower RB2. I think if you got, if you got Miles Sanders in the third or fourth round, that's fine. So I, I think all these guys, Cook, Mixon, uh, let me look this way. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I want you to look at your eye. Your that was last there. year. Uh, like Mixon, uh, uh, uh-huh. Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. Do you think Aaron Jones is better than? I think Aaron Jones will have a better year than no. Miles Sanders shot. this year. Can do shot. Shot. Let's do it. Shot. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I think I think Aaron Jones is being overdrafted. That they that they drafted another running back he, that's going to get his goal line work. He's going to have major regression off of those. Like we had like eighteen touchdowns last year or something. Or he's going to lose at least eight of those. Uh, I, I think I think he drops. Miles Sanders ta- will take a step forward. I don't. I mean, I don't. His numbers last year weren't that great. So yeah. it's, of course it's going to go step forward. step forward. But I, I I don't know if it'll I don't be. See- Amazing, but I think he'll he'll definitely be like like RB ten at least. I, I'm I'm saying he's outside R, uh, ten. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, okay, that well, well, my next one doesn't feel very sexy now. Uh, mine is, <laughs> mine's David Johnson. Do not draft David Johnson. Uh, I, I didn't tell you that last year, but no, I I unfortunately uh, drafted David Johnson number uh, in the first round here. I was talked into it by every single fantasy idiot off ESPN. Which is why I don't use them anymore. They're they're, they're absolute morons. Uh, and but it, but it wasn't just Matthew Barry and those guys. It was, it was a bunch of people talking about David Johnson was was now healthy and was going to come around. Uh, blah blah blah, whatever. Uh, and then he ended up losing his job halfway through the year to his backup. And then they traded for Kenyon Drake. And now David Johnson's on the Texans, uh, trying to find like lo- like a new life there. Uh, he's going in the third, I guess, or whatever th- third round or whatever. 
do not draft him unless he falls to you in round five. If, if he falls to you... If you go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver... And then he's there in the and fifth, then okay, yeah. fine. Take a, take, take, take a chance on him. I don't think he's good anymore. He had an... It's almost like when um, Sean Alexander oh, yeah, I mean, was, said what, what was awesome for, for uh, when you're... And he never got good again. Uh, you did say it yourself, though, that like last year, Arizona's line was not that good. Yeah, then then Waddy Kane and Drake come in and then immediately become RB five. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so he just he, he just I think his injuries have just added up on him. He 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 got beat so much that. He, but they said he's back and he's better than ever. No. And he, I'm going to convince him. I, to draft I, I, him. I, I, I could almost link him with like you know Todd Gurley. They're they're already saying that like you know Todd Gurley is is limping in practice. Like he's not looking good. And then other folks are like, no, 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 he he totally looks explosive. Like like I don't know what happened to Gurley like 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 two years ago, but he got paid. <laughs> he got paid, and then he got hurt. Good for him to get and paid. He though. did not get healthy, and uh, now he's just an afterthought. He he was like the... he, he ruined it for all other running backs though, because <laughs> he like he, they were like we're gonna pay him. Yeah, St. Louis was trying to do the right thing. We're gonna pay him. Yeah, and then he got hurt, and they're like, this is why we don't pay running backs. Derrick Henry's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah, so uh, I do not think that David Johnson will return value. And uh, unless you get him like in round five, and in that case, I wouldn't call him a bust when he's like the 18th best running back in the league or something or whatever. I just, I mean, at that point, whatever it is, what it is, uh, I would avoid him though. Who's well, your next? My one? last one is Terry McLaurin. Or McLaren. really, I love Terry McLaurin. T- love okay, I do not love him this year. Uh, he's getting drafted in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. that's at least wide receiver two ish. Probably, I, I think he's a flex. I think he's wide receiver, maybe three, but I think he's flex. If you can get him late fifth, early sixth, fine. But I, I want better wide receivers than Terry McLeod. Who would you rather take in that position? In that position, uh, he's going I, to a sheet, folks. Hold on, going to the sheet. One, two, three. <laughs> it's like it's like I'd rather have T. Y. Hilton. You rather have T. Y. Hilton? Who's, I'd rather have T. who's T. already injured. Oh, I mean, over Terry McLaurin. <laughs> T.Y. hasn't been I, I tell you, I'll take Michael Gallup. I will take Michael Gallup. Really? I do. I own Michael Gallup last year. And like, I thought you said, like, I, I own them. I was like, you already and drafted like, him? And, like, I wouldn't take him over over Terry McLaurin. I mean, you like, should. I feel you can get Gallup in, like, the six. Oh, I'm true. I'm true. Yeah. I will take my, that, especially but that in six. If but. you look at what what Terry McLaurin did last year, it rivals guys like Julio Jones in their first year. I mean, like, you know, his numbers with a trash quarterback – were awesome. Like I like, think, like he he's was going to. I think Haskins. And now the only way I will take him if you tell me Alex Smith is QB, he can't even walk, dude. I, he I, is I, back. I watched him. He's limping in practice. That's a, that's my sleeper. It's very Alex Smith last pick. <laughs> it's very inspirational uh, for him to to basically Man, all, almost lose his life. They were showing drills. They were him and Haskins were doing. Yeah, and Haskins were just overthrowing the receiver. Alex Smith right on the money every time. The, they should be uh, put put Haskins with a a uh, <laughs> like a baby Bjorn, and let Smith ride in that, <laughs> and let Smith throw the ball, and then Haskins would just would just run with him or whatever and stuff. Yeah, uh, he just I, I, I feel I, bad I, for him. No, dude, Ter- Terry McLaurin's gonna be good. Like like he is not fourth round good. He's a guy that I have uh, I, I if targeted. He, if he's in, your in wide area. receiver too, it's not gonna. Well, no, he would be like my like maybe. I mean, if you get him in the fours, it, it matters who I get like in round two, but he true. he would possibly be like my my like you know, third wide receiver. Oh, if you hey if you oh, mm. I mean like so I I mean like if I was able to go like Godwin, 
Kenny Galladay, Terry McLaurin. See, at that point, though, I think you can find a better running back. Maybe. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out on Uh, Sunday. My last one is going to shock the waves. Shock the waves. The waves have been shocked. Uh, Like like your... What position? It's tight end. Tight end. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said it earlier. <laughs> I said it earlier. It's it's George Kittle, uh, and it's not because of talent. It's it's not because of where he's been drafted. It's because of an injury. Um, he dislocated his shoulder last year. Uh, was pulled out of socket. He didn't get surgery. Uh, every medical thing that I've looked at um, says that there is a fifty percent chance he will re-injure the shoulder when it gets healed naturally. So um, you are rooting for this to happen. I'm not, I'm not rooting for it. I just I think if you're going round two on your pick, you don't want to have a coin flip every single play. I mean, like I mean, I mean, you know, every 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 time he he hits a block and he, and he runs and he pushes off whatever. Every time he jumps and he lands and he hits hard, there's a chance of his shoulder being re-injured. Uh, that's too much risk for me. People, I mean, I, and it's not that I don't think he's talented. I, I think that second round pick. I mean, if you tell me he's healthy, taking him in the second round is too rough. much risk. Uh, but like, I, I think that a round two pick, and, and you take him, and then he plays like two weeks. He looks great. Week three, he gets hurt. He's out for like four weeks or whatever. You've lost all value. I don't care if he comes back week seven and it looks good again. You, you might have lost week three, week four, week five, week six because you gave up round two value on a guy that needs to get you twenty points a game. And now he's gone. And now you're on the waiver wires looking at like Chris Herndon or something on the Jets, hoping that like maybe, maybe like, yeah. like, 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 you know, this is his week all of a sudden or something. Uh, so I just, I, that's like another reason why like I'm, I'm fading tight end. Um, it, it's too much value. I think George Kittle is, is going to be over, overdrafted um, heavily. Do you have anything else? I don't have any more players. No, they're bombshells or anything. I'm just going to say, bombshells. I'm just going to say, hey, look, if you play fantasy football, you can you can have foresight and know what's going to happen. It's still luck, week to week. I mean, I've seen what the a hell guy is foresight, hindsight, hindsight. hindsight. <laughs> no, no, what's it? You can see the future. Uh, future sight? I don't, I don't know. know. I thought that was for if you saw the foresight, you see the it, future. You knew who? I think it is. is it foresight? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but if you knew the future and you knew, like, hey, this guy's going to be number one, it doesn't mean you're going to win every week. We've seen many people, they lead the league in scoring. You get to the playoffs. You just have – I mean, it takes one of your guys almost having a bad game. And yeah. You're out. Um, some so some last-minute advice. Uh, I don't care how good your draft is. That's only half the work. Uh, you're going to have to understand matchups, playing the right players. I mean, some guys – no matter what, it's always a start. You're just like, okay, this is. I'm like, you know, you're. It doesn't matter how good you're the the opposing. If you're in an eight team league, you can make some decisions like that. But if you're in a ten or twelve, you're starting. You know, yeah, Christian I mean, McCaffrey I mean, every like, week. I don't. I don't care guys. who the Panthers are playing. You're playing McCaffrey every single week. I don't care if it's the the 1978 Pittsburgh Steelers are out there or whatever. You're still starting yeah. Chris McCaffrey. Uh, so a, a lot of your 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 choices are going to be like flex wide receiver three RB two. Are, are the, those are your main tinkering and stuff, whatever. And so, and so that's when you need to know matchups. And that's when you need to get the hell off of ESPN and find other fantasy websites to like really understand what's going on. Uh, I had a point. Now it's gone. Oh no. 
it's it's fleeting, like uh, George Kittle's value. It's it's just it's just, it's just going. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I don't know why we keep looking at this. I don't know either. I, I feel so dumb. I keep. I was gonna say something, and now it's gone, and now I'm rambling. Uh, any last thoughts? Uh, just hey, good luck, have fun. Hey, the draft is always the so much fun. We call it Christmas in some of my leagues. We have so much fun. We drink. We get stupid. It's unfortunate that uh, ours is online this year. Like, yeah. I hate it because it's the only time that everybody gets together uh, and we get to hang out and talk shit and stuff. Yeah. And like we, we the the last place winner had to put up like all the stickers and stuff on the board. Where's, Where's a pink a, shirt? A, a pink yeah. shirt that has like a like a like a, of a unicorn on it and stuff or whatever. Um, the guy who scores the least amount of points has to get um, everybody's beer and stuff. And so you get to just like humiliate them all all throughout the draft. It's great or whatever. And then like everybody leaves and like you don't see him again for like like, like you know, another year. year. And then you and then y'all will talk trash for like the first couple of weeks in the like text chain, yeah. and, and everybody gets tired of it, and, and everybody gets like. Oh, it's because like you'll be it. at work, and all of a sudden your phone's at like three percent because one hundred and fifty text messages <laughs> goes like, off. Did you see that? Yeah, dude, I saw that too, man. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, guys. Fantasy football is amazing. Um, it's without it, I don't think NFL would be the top sport no. in America. Uh, but it's it, easy too. I mean, you only have to change your lineup once a week. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um, but understand that. The draft will take work. Uh, use our advice. Oh, jeez, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, use use our advice. Do not draft quarterbacks early. Do not draft tight ends early. Do not draft uh, defenses early. Uh, just just be cool, you know. Like have a have a list prepared. Like you know, Chase has got here of, of players in a row, um, and go off that list. Yeah. And, and, and just trust your gut. Know that you made this list for a reason. Uh, but even then, even if you shit the bed. You can save your season with with really good uh, waiver wire waiver wire work, really good um, team management, and like and a, little, a little bit of luck, a little bit of luck, and then trades. Yeah, you know, like you know, like I can hear in there. All right, I will say this: don't be that dude who fucking has like they drafted two QBs and then and then they want to trade that yeah, QB it, it, with everybody. Okay, yeah. if anyone ever tries to trade you a QB. Hit reject and tell them to go fuck themselves. Okay, <laughs> I do not want to give up uh, Miles Sanders you, for you hate Miles Sanders. I do, I do, but I'm not gonna fucking take Cousins, who's your second QB, yeah. who you don't even play. Yeah, don't be like, that guy. Don't, yeah, don't be that. Don't guy. be that guy. Uh, or or like there's like two guys in our league that will offer like the worst trades in the world. They're like, oh dude, come on man, what's what? I don't understand. You, you need to tie in, dude. Just give me Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you Chris Herndon, dude. It's, this is perfect. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I hate those guys. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we both love fantasy football, so th- th- this is a good. I, I know that Chase wanted to talk a little about, like you know fantasy football. Uh, join us next week. We will be recapping Lovecraft Country. Which will be on episode three. Which is epi- it over? I think it's over. <laughs> episode two was was fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, it was. I don't know where it goes from here. That's it's what I'm saying. Insane. Like I was like, they just took a season. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, and then we are also playing our first ever uh, trivia. trivia game. I, I, I don't, I don't say trivia game, but like our, our first ever like you know uh, podcast game or I guess, our first yeah, movie podcast. game. Uh, that will be elevator pitch. And since it's on camera, you, you'll be able to see. Uh, we're gonna have five bowls with with random um, hints in them. And we will deep dive into them. And then one of us has to pitch the other person a, a movie. Unless the, the, we can find a third person to join. Yeah. And they'll be our uh, permanent producer. And then we'll just pitch uh, things to them. 
And we'll see who can be more creative, who can create more jet. I don't know, but if my wife was doing it, we would turn everything to Harry Potter. So then <laughs> Harry comes out of somewhere. And then Harry's in Seattle. Yeah. And he's sleeping. I would have to make, like, every movie I would do is just British, because she loves British nice, TV yeah. so much. I would just copy every Tom Hanks movie and then make it about Harry Potter. And then there's a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets stuck in an airport. It's yeah. crazy. We're going to call it Magical Terminal. It's going to be really good. This is a good movie. All right, guys. Thank you so much for letting us get into it. Appreciate Join us next it. week. It'll be a lot of fun. Or we'll just be talking to ourselves, having fun. Either way. All 14 of you just want to say <laughs> hey. <laughs> you are welcome. Thank you so much, guys. See you.